0: for somebody who hasn't slept. <laughs> okay.
1: Hold on, let me check this I think I need
0: some more caffeine. I don't think that you do. Eat my butt. You <laughs> <laughs> take one Marky. I want to know how... The woman you ran into knew that she saw me in the heat of my back being thrown out. Was I limping? I'm guessing. I'm you guessing. Didn't inquire further.
1: I, I just for, so the audience knows, I stopped and grabbed a Starbucks on my way to Ryland's didn't, house.
0: I didn't ask if any of us wanted anything. No, because I, I
1: don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm not great at sharing. <laughs> so I stopped and grabbed myself a Starbies, and on my way in, I had like my headphones in, and I'm screaming on the phone with my best friend. And this like sweet woman walks by, and she said something, but I couldn't hear it because I was screaming. And I was like, "I'm sorry. Do you want me to stop?" screaming she was like no i mean i'm just saying i love you guys i saw ryland over here when his back was hurt and it sent me because i was like was he being dramatic even in his like walk to help him like of course <laughs> when have you ever
0: ran into me when i'm not being dramatic i
1: don't know but you are looking right with the lord
0: <sighs> i wish that you're a I beautiful felt that you way. are a
1: beautiful man no
0: when shane makes me shave for his podcast i have a full-blown meltdown and i was like do you know what this does to my self-confidence for the next five days Oh,
1: rylan you are so hot it's absurd <sighs> well thank you you have the juiciest bottom lip i've ever seen <laughs> i could chew it like bubble gum your five o'clock stubble's coming in
0: thank god okay so you've been on a week-long adventure in new york city in connecticut Mm
1: -hmm. i'm a connecticut girl
0: she did text me zillow links of future houses for herself i'm gonna be living in (laughs) connecticut it looked beautiful
1: dude i think our future is on the long island sound sipping i'll be sipping fake white wine and you can have a real glass so it's just one because you get messy after
0: that is this whole neighborhood that you were in just among water It is, I would say, water adjacent. (laughs) Because, like, all the walks you were taking looked gorgeous, stunning.
1: It's on the Long Island Sound.
0: Your dad's living life.
1: My dad is living.
0: (laughs) An apartment in New York City, a house in Connecticut. I feel like he's Taylor Swift.
1: And it's like, this town is so, well, she's in Rhode Island.
0: Is that not the same thing?
1: It's similar. It's very small and close by. But um,
0: Did you go look?
1: No, we didn't go look. Oh. But uh this town is so cute. It's Essex, Connecticut, and it's uh it's actually been around since before the Revolutionary War. So all of the houses in the area or a majority of the houses in the area have plaques on the front that say what year they were built and who the first owner was. Wow. And there's uh laws in place to preserve the original architecture. There's a place called the Griswold Inn that was literally visited by George Washington, but it, like there's all these inns that were visited by George Washington, but this one really was. Sure, <laughs> it was. and the inside is sick. It it feels like you're back in time. I love it. My favorite place to go there though is the Black Seal, which is just sort of this, you know, dive bar, but also the only bar in Connecticut, in Essex, Connecticut. And they have a great French onion soup. There's some calamari. Did and is- they
0: have any fake wine?
1: I didn't have any fake yeah. wine. No. Oh had a lot of Pellegrino my parents only drink Pellegrino really which is horrifying like I don't think I saw those people drink one regular glass of water <laughs> and I don't think they do like I don't think this was just for show because I was there I think those people only drink Pellegrino and I'm like <laughs> should they is that okay
0: I keep hearing things of people saying like the carbonation is bad for your teeth and not great for your health and I was like well that's my soda alternative like that's right, what but I it's do a, but you
1: drink water yeah I don't think my parents are drinking a lick of water. Really? Yeah. Because they buy in bulk Pellegrino. I was so thirsty. I was chugging Pellegrinos Feels for rich. six
0: days. So you're just burping the entire day? All the time. Day? It's like
1: chugging fire water. I'd like leave it open hoping the bubbles would fizz out. I bought myself a jug of water. And my dad was like, are you really going to drink that? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I haven't had real water in like five days, homie.
0: Are you OK? <laughs> That's really uh, OK. My
1: dad drinks Nespresso and Pellegrino
0: exclusively. <laughs> Wow, his digestive. Whoa, yeah, it must we're be worried, wild. Dad. We're worried. We're very worried. We're concerned. So, what did you do in the big city besides call me freaking out that you were being stalked in oh like the my. scariest way possible? I was scared, it and was I was like, Shane danger, would have danger, danger, danger. Well, because
1: I didn't know, and I had been googling it. I google things before I call you, obviously, but I figured Shane would know because he did that.
0: Well, take us on the ride from the beginning.
1: <sighs> so. I'm in New York living my best NYC girly life. I'm on the Upper West Side. I got a bagel with some lox. Also, I totally understand why New Yorkers are snobs about bagels and lox because why? their shit hits different. Really? Yeah, it's better. Let's
0: see. I don't think anything about New York is for me. I hate lox.
1: I don't think you've been in the springtime and I don't think you've had the lox in New York. <laughs> I don't <laughs> eat lox. Yeah, that's, that's what i That's like
0: seared salmon, right? Or like N- small, raw salmon. But no, <laughs>
1: it's not raw.
0: But I won't be eating that. Regardless. I think you,
1: if I snuck it a bite in your mouth and didn't tell you what it was, I think you'd really enjoy. I it. I don't
0: think so. That's I everybody that's really ever th- heard me say I don't like sushi and they try to convert me into liking sushi. And guess what? Every time it doesn't work.
1: What sushi are they giving you?
0: all types of sushi Okay, I just want to know the only place that I has ever been successful for me is that vegan sushi place which mm, is delicious and that's not
1: sushi that's my one qualm with vegans it's like you can't call that what it isn't
0: no the other day I was leaving yoga and I was like let me try this place because it's like this vegan cafe I was like let me be healthy it was the i felt like i ate a burger from mcdonald's it was like a breakfast sandwich but it was all vegan and i was like my point was to try to be healthy and i just reverted and now i feel sick
1: well i think it depends it always depends on what you're putting in your body just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's not full of (laughs) preservatives a lot of these
0: exclusively vegan restaurants the fun all the like fun menu i'm like i should have just gone to sweet greens and got the salad which could be vegan yeah whatever whatever
1: Um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, what, what did I do in New York?
0: No, we're talking about your stocked story.
1: Oh, so I'm minding my own business. And then I pick up my phone and it says somebody's AirPods. It, it's literally like accusing me of stealing somebody's AirPod and that it's been tracking me so that it so that the owner can locate the airpod that so I've taken. So somebody
0: attached their airpods to in my a way phone. to track you and you can see how the person with the airpods has gone like she sent me the map and it's like I didn't even know this was a feature on the iPhone like if I have my own airpods and I want to be able to track them Yeah. you can see like I saw You can
1: see everywhere I went from the airport to the bagel place to the play I saw that night back to the ho- back to the apartment mm-hmm. like the path I took to walk the dog you can see everything I did
0: and so she calls me in a fucking panic because like,
1: I was positive Shane would know and I'm walking Shane tends through to the know these steps things. and I'm like
0: okay turn off your bluetooth deactivate all of the ev- devices that are connected to you and if none of that works then somebody's tracking your location they've attached themselves oh, yeah. to your find your friends and you're dead like you went to New York City and you're fucking gone I was like
1: great this is how I get human trafficked and this you're sitting is my in human your dad's apartment story.
0: and it's like I had to say my good to you and, and i was like, <laughs> really worried
1: and then my dad gets home from walking the dog and i go just so you know like someone's tracking me with their <laughs> headphones so we should probably inform the doorman and my dad goes oh that's me what <laughs> it's my dad's airpod he he there's put- something he he doesn't know what he's done <laughs> But this happens to him all the time. How did they get attached
0: to you? And I, how is he, he not concerned? Neither that, of us knows. But if he, how is he not concerned that if it got attached to your phone, it's not getting attached to everybody's phone he oh, encounters. Oh, no, it's definitely
1: being attached to everybody's phone him. he encounters because that's who's telling him.
0: He needs to figure this shit out. Yeah, he
1: does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Somebody's going to come for him. No, he's retiring in like a week. He's like, fuck it. Who's going to be around then? His wife? Like,
0: Oh, well. I mean, they're still going to be in the city yeah they have that cute dog somebody could snatch
1: mr cooper Mm. my brother cooper is very cute (laughs) he is a floofy sweet boy
0: Okay, what about all the plays you went to? Were they Snorefest? Were they oh good? My God, you saw Jessica were... Chastain s- in person?
1: I saw Jessica. 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 I She's love... like
0: Queen Redhead, right?
1: She is Queen of the Redheads. Is she like the hierarchy? Is she like the Redhead? I, uh, she might be the top of the pyramid for
0: me. And then right under is like Jessica... Bryce Dallas Howard? No. Oh, okay. Jessica sorry. Chastain,
1: Lizzie Gordon, Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you stupid?
1: <laughs> um, I saw Jess- the first night we saw Jessica. Jessica Chastain in A Doll's
0: House. Does she seem nice?
1: I have to say, I have never left a movie or a live show thinking I need to thank that actor for the effort that they put up on that stage for us tonight.
0: You've obviously never seen America Ferrera in Sisterhood <laughs> of the Traveling Pants.
1: <laughs> Actually, I have. And I stand by what I said. <laughs> I wanted to wait outside the theater just so I could look at Jessica Chastain, grab my proverbial pearls, and say, thank you so much for and what did you, you did did you tonight.
0: stand at the, like, the theater door?
1: We did for but a moment, and then we passed on. We also didn't mean to be standing there. We just realized we were standing there on accident. Did and you I was see like, her on accident? Go. No, because I, I love you, Dad. He watches
0: he and listens he listens. He could give us the youtube view but okay <laughs> he does he gives us the view and the like oh he does yeah
1: okay. sometimes i'm reading the comments and i'll like go to reply and i'm like oh that's my dad
0: you're like i <laughs> oh, did you, you motherfucker oh, that's my dad oh um, hey daddy um <laughs> whose side is he on mine always okay i don't know if that's true if i'm
1: telling the story it's mine
0: okay um
1: no, my dad is so funny and he's like low-key aloof sometimes. So the, when, you're, go back, when you stand behind the theater to meet a celebrity when they're leaving the show, there's a barricade set up and there's also a way out for the celebrity. The respectful thing to do is to wait behind the barricade. My dad bypasses the barricade and is just standing right at the door. And I'm mortified. So I was like, get your shit We're going.
0: But he has like, such a friendly face. I feel like even the actor would be like, this guy's fine.
1: At the airport yesterday, he was like, just so we could spend more time together, he was like walking me. He stood in security line with me. And like he stood when I was checking my bag. But he wasn't happy with the flow of traffic to check the bag. So he cuts the line. And that It all is, makes sense. No, I don't know. It never all makes in, sense. In, you're so stupid.
0: Did we even introduce the show? <laughs> no. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Sip. I'm Ryland Adams, of course, joined by Elizabeth I'm OK.: Hello, hello, you guys. Hello.
1: Uh, I saw Book of Mormon, and I also saw Goodnight Oscar Levant starring Sean Hayes, which was also fucking incredible. And I could. Uh, my, the, uh, uh, Sean Hayes is so fucking talented with every fiber of his being he committed to the role of Oscar Levant and he left it all on the field he plays this beautiful Rhapsody and I think it's called Rhapsody and Blues or something but I can't remember but he actually is playing the piano and it is expert level playing and it was so fucking beautiful and then at the end he just and it's like it's fucking so long it's like a 10 minute long Leave it, give it all you got, piano playing, like all over the place. And then he just collapses on stage and he's playing this, a a real guy, Oscar Levant, was an actor and a pianist and he had sort of a mental breakdown and a lot of emotional problems. But this play was just so incredible. Mm. And Book of Mormon's so funny. Book of Mormon made me want to use drugs. I will say that. That was when we afterwards. I
0: had to check. And I was like, "Nope, you're so still an it's addict." Not healthy for you to be going to Book of Mormon.
1: No, um, it's not healthy for me to think about Trey Parker and Matt Stone at all and think I could be like them because they're not drug addicts and I am. So, well, that's the gayest thing—the gayest
0: thing I did to kick off uh, Gay Pride Week, yeah—is uh, watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants last night. Oh, it wasn't shaving your beard and dressing up like a woman. And well, no, that was uh, just that was just for typical you. Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> um i have such i feel like uh, in acting on film a lot of times i don't feel like gives like when what you're talking about actors on stage it's like oh you can really tell like jessica chastain she's like an actor's actress you know yeah like a marriage story is that the show did you watch that or no you got all bored with that even though she's queen redhead
1: yeah, I don't think I watched a, a moment but of it. But
0: basically the whole thing is like an entire play and you just get to like appreciate her great work, which I do feel like some acting is like, oh, it's such a production that like the acting is just like a job, a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like America Ferrera can really just deliver the damn performance. Hell yeah! So I have a new talent crush on her, even though I did love Ugly Betty. Did you watch Ugly Betty back in the day? No. Wow. You're such a loser. <laughs> such a loser. <gasps> such a loser. But when she cries on the phone to her dad that has a new family in a different place, I'm like, girl, I was right there with you. And then I started ranking all the actresses in the movie. So that What's was the rank? Thing. I can't do that you publicly. Have to. I can't do you it have publicly. To. Is Blake Lively I just can't. last place? <laughs> no. Are you lying? You're lying. <laughs> you just nodded yes. But she has three children with Ryan Reynolds, and she's doing great.
1: I uh, I think a lot of people are upset about her being in this movie that's based on a best selling book right now, where she's got this huge red hair, and I just keep seeing her in these, you know, on the set of is it called It Ends with Us or something?
0: It's that Colleen Hoover book. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which I should we read that?
0: Probably. Am I gonna read? I'll listen no. to. Do you want it me to read I walk it to the you? Dogs?
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to read it to you? Oh my god, when you walk the dogs, I could read it to you over the phone. You could be in Colorado. I could be in California. That's our sister out of the traveling pants. I love that. Okay. My godmother, Kissy, used to read to me over the phone when I was little. That is very cute. Because I was afraid to be alone.
0: (laughs) Okay, do you want to talk about your controversy from last week?
1: Oh, yeah. I guess I don't know the difference between Jack Johnson and John Mayer. And honestly, like, is that a problem?
0: (laughs) Well, Jack Johnson puts my puppies to sleep. Like, every time we've had a puppy, Jack Johnson, you put that on the television.
1: And they go to bed.
0: They pass out. John Mayer never tried it. Don't know.
1: Don't know him. (laughs) No, I don't I don't know him.
0: <laughs> they seem the same to you?
1: Yeah. Okay. My 9
0: <laughs> my 957 daily alarm went off in the middle of Little Mermaid and I've never been more horrified in my life.
1: Why? You're... Because
0: you you never want to be that person in the middle of a packed theater. Yeah. On opening night of Little Mermaid and have your alarm go off. Here I thought I was prepared with the volume turned down, mm-hmm. but those alarms, they creep through, brother. Yeah, they do.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> the movie was
0: incredible. Haley, ba- I, I can't. I told Shane as we were leaving. Is the most Halle confusing Bailey? thing about her is her name because there's Hallie, What's the other famous Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Hayley bieber which like i know she's this not an actress is, I think but it's the hb ba- I think and this, this is Hallie bailey Hailey, bailey yeah i think so. but like the three hey ha- the three hbs really confuse me
1: <laughs> no it's hard I, so trip up, like, on, I trip up on my her only
0: team. pitfall with her although you, i think you're
1: saying it was a great movie you texted me what the fuck is this while you were watching no
0: that was the taylor swift song with ice spice i just didn't like it
1: <laughs> oh got it i thought you were talking about mermaid
0: Maybe I just karma's not for me in general. It's not my favorite. Like karma's I didn't, for me I didn't love that it was like the closer of the show. Uh, it's just it's not for me. Off the whole album, it, it's not one that I. It's I'd skip it on most days, or I get thirty okay. seconds in and I'm like, I've had enough. But of you this. loved Little Mermaid, so yes, I loved Little Mermaid. Okay. The musical numbers were so incredible. This girl's performance, woman's performance, was so good. Yeah, part of your world. I would go back to the movie just to see that musical piece if they don't upload it on YouTube. Like... It's fantastic. Do you want to go see it with me after this? I would probably go see it with you. My only critique is that it's probably a little too long for like wanting to go see it multiple Isn't it like times eight in hours? theaters. hours? <laughs> I think for my- The first
1: runtime was like 85 minutes and now it's like three hours. And
0: here's my thought process. Like if it's all entertaining, why cut it down? But when you're talking about like going back to the theater and seeing it multiple times- Well,
1: it's a children's movie.
0: Yes, and I do think like your child might be like, "Oh, we need to like, but I, I step it up, get it moving, uh, yeah." But it gave me like. I had chills in moments. I was like giddy. I felt the Disney magic. Oh, my God. I loved Prince Eric. I want to dress myself in all of the outfits Prince Eric was wearing.
1: I cannot wait to take you to California Adventure Park now so that you can go on the (laughs) Little Mermaid ride and see those strung out animatronics that look like they're dying of fentanyl overdoses. The
0: only thing that I could have done without was they gave Prince Eric a musical number, and it just fell flat in com- and it wasn't his performance of it it just like altogether it wasn't uh, up to par with the others in my opinion like ursula's musical number oh my gosh so good part of your world so good yeah under the sea so good yeah so fun I loved david
1: it. diggs is sebastian right i don't know oh well, he's a he's dope
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i thoroughly cool. enjoyed it i just i was I had a smile on my face the whole time. It was wonderful.
1: I love that for you. Yeah. Maybe I'll go by myself tonight. Well,
0: wow. well I hope you have fun. Uh, I just have to say, like, I know I have good karma because God is on my side. Every time Lizzie tries to wish ill upon me, attack me, autocorrect jumps in and and corrects her saying, like, I hope you to I. So then it her, it's like, it, crazy. It, it weaponized her own phone. So, like, I hope I stub my toe. Her. <laughs> When she's wishing me ill. And every time I'm just like, God stepped in. God has a plan. <laughs> and it's so annoying when he does that because it does make me laugh. <laughs> and that's on karma. Which and you hate. Happened like four. Well, I don't love the song. I love Taylor Swift. And I am dying to get back to her concert. Have you seen all the celebrities going to her concert? Yeah, dude.
1: Miles Teller was there at MetLife this weekend. Dave Portnoy went. Wow. Portnoy.
0: Portnoy. Who Blake Lively. Her three kids. They're homies. I, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah sean mendez camila cabello
1: who are sean mendez is fucking stalking me what do you mean I've, honestly if it wasn't my dad's headphones i would have thought it was fucking sean's headphones connected to mine
0: we would have loved that he's
1: in new york he's like oh lizzie's in new york i guess i gotta leave Fryman and follow her ass to the fucking east coast i was like what's up sean this is getting a little weird Imagine- i'm married you're dating your ex-girlfriend like it's inappropriate i Shawn- do
0: hope that they just have a happy hinting you know, they're in matching outfits. In- yeah, I do. Okay. If that's where they both want to be, I hope it works out for them.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it feels disingenuous, what you're saying yeah. right now. Whatever. Is it? Um, no, I really like Camila Cabello, and I like him. I liked their little oh. uh, matching black Nike activewear setups that they were wearing How walking around New I York City. How come never watch
1: ma- wear matching okay.
0: activewear? Can we do that? Yeah.
1: Really? Because I feel like you and I go in public a lot. And we always see people who are way cuter than us. And I always wish it was us. And I feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. And every time I say, that should be us. And you say, shut up. And then no. you kick me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does to me off camera. And you guys just don't see it.
0: Mm-hmm. God it's devastating.
1: Knows. He says, well, never match. God knows. Spits on me.
0: Um... I had a hard time in the 21st century I had like a first world problem this week Oh no We had to replace our power panel
1: Is that why duct tape's holding your house up right now? (laughs) I saw that
0: Yeah well it's because they can't redo the stucco Until uh, it's permit approved Like the city comes and gives it the okay Oh my god What?
1: That is so annoying
0: Well yes I know And what was even more annoying Is being out of power for two days of my life When my job is
1: What did you do? Did you stay in your house or did you guys leave?
0: Well, I stayed in the house. (gasps) I would have It was out from like eight to five for two days. And it was a fucking nightmare. It's like, how am I supposed to do anything? And it's been such a miserable week in Los Angeles. It's been cloudy. You guys just sat in the house with
1: no power? I just
0: sat. Well, Shane was. It's like (laughs) a couple hours for Shane.
1: (laughs) And he wakes up
0: at 5 p.m. He's like, wow, that was so hard. I'm like. You've been up for two hours. It wasn't actually two hours, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was three. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this was hard. This delayed my working schedule. I it, I mean, it's just hard in the yeah, 21st century when you're it. so uh, conditioned to all of the luxuries that we have in our life.
1: Yeah, I would have just be I w- stripped of that. I would have just set my house on fire and called it a day. Mm-hmm. Moving on. And next on house. On top
0: of it, there was no sun. No sun. And it was like, What are we all doing here? Do you want to hear something so funny? What?
1: I'm looking forward to you leaving so that I can come use your pool, even though I've never done it before. (laughs) But I was going to ask, can you leave it heated?
0: Well, so you don't (laughs) ever want to swim with me?
1: I do think about that, and I don't know what it is in my heart of hearts, but I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) No, swimming around anybody in general. So you're
0: going to come here and swim alone?
1: No, I'd swim with my husband. But I don't like being in a bathing suit around other people. Okay. I feel a little uncomfortable.
0: It is pretty revealing. I feel like, like even the men's one that are like appropriate, yeah. but like showing thigh, which I feel like is the only way to go. Yeah. I'm like, is this family friendly? Like, you should I not. be? yeah, well, yeah I shopped for a swimming suit with you. And I was like, I don't know, but can I be around my family in this short of shorts? And Lizzie's like, yeah, duh. And I was like, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like I would have know. to be
1: wrapped in a towel the whole time around you because even
0: sometimes it's yeah. like, it's too revealing.
1: I felt comfortable in that blue bathing suit in... Where were we?
0: Las Vegas. Las Vegas.
1: Mm -hmm. We were all like in the room and we were like fucked up on sugar and it was like a whole thing. Blacking out at people that didn't deserve it. Yeah. (laughs) We were fighting with Chris. (laughs) Darn Chris. (laughs) Security
0: Chris. (sighs)
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to another segment of Lizzie Sells Things. We're joined again this week by one of my favorite sponsors, and that is Lumi! So I have recently come back from a vacation, and when you're traveling, you can get sweaty and smelly in every crevice of your body. And what I particularly loved about my trip since getting Lumi is that I took my toasted vanilla coconut deodorant bar, and I put it under my arms, between my legs, underneath my butt cheeks where they hit on my thighs. I got off that plane smelling freaking beautiful. What I love love about Lumi is I'm not terrified of having the aluminum and baking soda and parabens close to my nether regions and my armpits which are close to my heart. It is free of all of those things so i can use it without anxiety or stress
0: lumi is the world's best whole body deodorant it's clinically proven to control odor everywhere pits privates and beyond for a whopping 72 hours
1: as a special offer for listeners new customers get five dollars off a lumi starter pack with code sip at lumideodorant.com That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code SIP. And the starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, which I really love the deodorant wipe, because when you're on the go, you can just swoop it wherever you need to swoop
0: it. And it has free shipping.
1: As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off of the Lumi starter pack with code SIP at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SIP.
0: Sorry, buddy. Okay, well, do you have anything else to report? That's it? You have spent a whole week away from us and there's nothing?
1: Oh, no. I'm shocked my dad is alive.
0: <laughs>
1: the way that that man navigates the city, it's like, oh, God, your days are numbered, bro. So I just kept taking pictures of him for the Instagram reel I'm going to post when he passes. Oh, And I kept telling him that because he's running into traffic. Like a psycho. And he he likes to he thinks it's funny to hold my arm up by the under the arm in the armpit like this when we're crossing the street and like walk me <laughs> like that. And it's like, like every time he grabbed my arm I was like, oh, I'm one step closer to death now. Because oh. he doesn't, it's like he's singularly focused on something and it, you can't be singularly focused on anything crossing the street in New York because the drivers want you dead <laughs> and the pedestrian has no rights there <laughs> and there's bikes and there's scooters and there's motorbikes and then there's cabs and then there's sometimes horses like it's a whole fucking thing is there enough
0: sunshine that gets through the buildings?
1: absolutely it was it's it like and also going in springtime was a real mind fuck because i'm like is this place lovely and magical <laughs> do i love it here maybe maybe but it's like, no, for a month it's this delightful. <laughs> um, but so my dad and like and also with cabs, he's lived there for like fifteen years. In the city? Yeah, in the city and summer and weekending in Connecticut. And he hasn't figured out the cab system yet (laughs) he's like screaming cab cab all right elizabeth let's go grabbing me under the arm running me through traffic like super not safe bikes are like crashing like everywhere around him is just fire and chaos and he's like let's get in the cab and the cab's not even for us there's somebody else in this cab that he's running me to he opens the door and there's just a 12 year old boy in there like on his phone like what And my dad's like are you getting out and i was like dad he's He's not getting out. You just opened the door to a cab and there's just a child inside. So my dad shuts the door and then he goes, Oh, wait. And then my dad opens it again. He goes, Are you getting out? And I'm like, No, dude. Kid's not getting out of the cab. Like, he did not. You again, this cab did not stop for you. It's a red light. The cab stopped at the red light. You just ran up and opened the door. Shuts the door, opens it again, changes it. You're getting out. And the poor kid is just like, Who the fuck is this? And I was like, Dad, shut the door. We're not taking that cab. He's like, Well, the light was out. And I was like, yeah, when the light's out, it means there's somebody in it, bro. What? Uh, He's like, no, when the light's on, it means somebody's in it. And I was like,
0: no. Uh, what? 15 years. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question because no, I'm not a New No, everybody knows the answer to that
1: question. When the light is on, it means it's open.
0: Okay. <laughs> this wow. poor
1: child. And then also New York's on a grid system. I don't know my left from right, but I know up and down. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? My dad's like, no, my house is that way. And it's like, no. (laughs) Your house is.
0: You're giving your dad direction? That's That's... what I'm
1: saying. That's what I was trying to say to him. I was like, this is not okay. (laughs) I should not know where we are right now. It's crazy. I love him so much. I'm so glad he's okay.
0: <laughs> so, I love Let's him. get him retired into Connecticut.
1: Yeah, fast. Cause also, Connecticut's like spaghetti streets and like, I couldn't tell you how to get around there. And he, he knows crazy paths, like it, within a 50 mile radius and doesn't need to use his maps at all. We get to New York on a grid and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know, but I can tell you how to take this river from this city to that city. <laughs> in a kayak
0: <laughs> it's like, okay oh. okay let's uh get into some hot topics Ooh. you said do we want to talk about the kardashians you said, I said duh. duh of course i do of course he does thank god for kim carrying this back this show on the back of herself on her own back <laughs> <laughs> i hope
1: that big ass mic didn't cover your panic lips <sighs>
0: right if it wasn't for kim there would be no show like honestly the others add whatever but it's like (laughs) kim is the through line kim delivers she knows how to make a reality show like if i had to watch fucking kylie and kendall drive stick for another 10 minutes i think i'd have to exit the show i yeah i get it like we could have cut that down into a cute 160 second package
1: if i have to hear about courtney and travis fucking ever again I'm gonna be sick.
0: The only thing I think she's gonna deliver this season, Courtney for us, is starting drama with Kim. <laughs> yeah, which will like infuriate me, which will keep me entertained. But yeah. yeah, like the I have a whole camera crew here, and Chloe just showed up, but I'm gonna go have sex to say that I'm doing that on camera. It's just like we didn't need okay. any of that. <laughs> okay.
1: we didn't need any of that. No. It's
0: so yucky. Obviously, like the big thing that people were taking away is Chloe and her her surgery experience with surrogacy and her surrogate in general mm-hmm. um what did you think
1: i mean i think it's i think it's devastating because her situation is particularly unique you know using a surrogate because you can't have a child
0: which she carried her first child she, carried it for she revealed she couldn't the doctor said there was an 80 percent chance of her miscarrying if she were to carry her second child mm-hmm. and then tristan had been like now is the time for us to implant the embryo in another in a surrogate mm-hmm. and a week or two after that she found out that Tristan had been cheating again and then she gets the positive pregnancy test
1: and that in that is the devastation
0: for me yes because
1: I, I think no matter what and you know it's a son and these kids look like him and these kids represent a massive loss, and it's not fair to them. And I'm not saying that that's right, but I am saying that that is one way of seeing it. I know that there's a, a multitude of beautiful ways of looking at it. And I also think that this is a representation of a, my family that was a lie because he was lying to her. Right. And I think that that's, uh, that sucks for her.
0: And I don't know the answer like she's going to have to work through that in therapy to mm-hmm. figure out a way to turn a new chapter and view this from a different looking glass.
1: Yeah, because the baby's 50% mm-hmm. Chloe.
0: Right. Uh, so that
1: is that is beautiful, you I know what think I mean?
0: She was like in the conversation with kim and scott she said kim knows sir this surrogacy thing has been really hard on me it's been tough it's uh made it harder to connect not because i don't love the baby but because of the situation it felt very transactional Mm -hmm. felt like i got the baby went into the other room and that was that and while i understand what she's saying and like kim brings up a good point like obviously it's different if you're carrying your own baby like the baby's feeling your heartbeat hearing your voice day after day growing inside of you. You like you can't replace that Mm -hmm. for sure, but I do think Chloe, her life was so hectic and chaotic that I don't think she made she like went out of her way to make a connection with the surrogate that wasn't transactional.
1: And she said that she said I buried my head in the sand.
0: And she said I didn't think. I didn't think it came to I came to terms with I was having a kid until that day I went to the hospital, which I do think, of course, then it becomes very transactional because the transaction is all that's at play here. When if you look at it from a different lens, like a lot of people can only have a baby from a surrogate. Mm-hmm. They've done rounds and rounds and years of years of trying to have kids or you're like Shane and I and you're trying to have of uh, kids of your own and surrogacy is the way to do it. It is like the biggest thing another person could do for you. I just feel like it could have been a more magical experience for her. Like, I don't think you have to have the baby and then immediately run away. Like, I think if and when our surrogate gives birth to a child or children, I would allow the surrogate to be a part of the uh, the kid's lives if she wanted to be. Like, obviously not like their parent, but mm-hmm. if she's in town, she's welcome to come visit the children. Mm-hmm. Or she's, you know, like there's an open dialogue. It doesn't have to be this like you had my baby, I'm not talking to you until I see the baby, and then I'll never hear from you again.
1: Yeah. I think everybody's different with everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she said, like, Kim had an easy transition, and Kim's like, yeah, it was different, but it wasn't any harder for me to love or ha- build a connection with the child.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm disappointed in the name reveal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even like remember it, which is... Tatum, oh, which is one of my favorite names. It is. It is.
0: And so you're disappointed in it?
1: Oh, I would have used it, but now I feel like I can't because Khloe Kardashian has a baby named Tatum.
0: That was one of your favorite names?
1: Mm-hmm, for a girl. Wow. Yeah. It's literally character names and scripts I've written. The one I'm writing right now, it's my two main characters are Maeve and Tatum. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks,
0: bitch. Um, Anything else from the episode?
1: I think Scott Disick is maybe, you know, second hand in carrying this show. Oh, I mean, and that's He's why- they ha- the funniest part of it. That's
0: why they had to bring him back. I loved when he- <laughs> <laughs> the girls walk in and he's like, "I see we're on our breakup diet
1: <laughs> I love when he gets there and he's like, "Are there no more doorbells here? Where's the fucking doorbell? Like, where's and where's the doorknob? How do I get this house? Am I poor because I have a doorbell?" <laughs> I loved that. Security had to help him out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Loved it. Loved it. Uh, oh, happy 40th birthday, Scott! He just turned 40. Can you believe he's only 40? Good for him. Can you believe he's only 40 though? <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that motherfucker's pushing 50? Right. Dating 12 year olds, mm-hmm. crazy. Crazy. Crazy! <gasps> I do love this detail. What? So, Jude Law is making a movie about Henry VIII where he's playing Henry VIII, and that was a king of England a long time ago. Okay. Um, they hate you a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say anything.
1: Um, Henry VIII was a king of England a little while you ago. You already said this. I know. I'm giving you more background. Okay. I don't need it. He's. Oh. <laughs> so, tell me more about him. I don't want to. <laughs> He wasn't in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Okay. <laughs> um. So he was. He killed a bunch of wives, six to be thorough, I think. And he's famous for you know uh, Anne Boleyn was one of it doesn't matter. He died uh of the gout and like parts of his body were like rotting off and stinky, and he smelled really bad. Like that's a famous thing about him. At the end of his life, is he reeked. And I actually, when my dad and I went to the Met in New York this weekend, they have a display of like uh, medieval armor that people would wear into battle. And they had Henry VIII's, like one of his last war armor suits, because mm-hmm. he still insisted on going to battle. And it was really big. And they had a special thing around it so that we couldn't smell it because it's so rancid. Wow. I'm just kidding. That last part's a lie. <laughs> There was no special thing around it because it smelled. It's a special thing around it because it's Henry VIII's it does, armor. <laughs> it
0: still smells after all these years? No, oh. I'm joking. Okay.
1: But Jude Law decided that he was going to go out and have a special perfume made that stank like shit and blood while he's playing Henry the Eighth, And he did, and he wore it. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that? And then the director was like, oh my God, this is really working for everyone. So they started spraying the shit and blood smell all over set anytime that he would come on. And it was very effective. Honestly,
0: I think it's genius. Because I do too. anything, like if you're trying to get into character in something that's a, a little further out of the norm, like they're not just in a house acting, you know, they're like yeah. recreating a time period. It's like anything that you can get to help you feel and believe that you are there yeah. is it.
1: Well, imagine having to speak to a king who you have to literally bow to and do whatever they want, but he stinks like shit and blood. <laughs> That would inform my performance to have to be like, eh.
0: <laughs> thank you, sir.
1: <laughs> like He just thinks everyone's nasally as hell because they can't breathe around him. Anyway, I love it. All of it.
0: Of course you put this on the document.
1: Go on. <laughs> you Go just on.
0: oh Yeah. Like, is this really something you think is going to happen in our lifetime? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the story says Tom Hanks' family say they're calling him Doctor after being on having an honor. What's he? It he say it.
1: he spoke at like Harvard's Harvard? theater school's uh, doctorate graduation or whatever. And when you do that, you get an honorary doctorate,
0: which seems so ridiculous. Like Taylor Swift has one. It's like it, Doctor Taylor Swift. Yeah, but like they didn't pay and go to this huge program of school it just doesn't seem it is what it legit is.
1: i think it'll happen for us one day and so
0: his family is now calling him doctor and lizzie of course put in the document when's somebody gonna make us honorary doctors
1: literally i was washing my hands the other day, and i was like should i just take the bar so people have to call me esquire <laughs> it's like how hard could it be to pass the bar if kim kardashian could do the baby bar with covid i wonder if I could do the baby bar. I don't know. Kim's work COVID. ethic
0: is real good. I don't. I don't think anything that that girl's accomplishing is technically easy. Maybe not. <laughs> but if you can hard. do it with
1: COVID, how hard is it?
0: Well, she studied leading up. to I know to it's having famously it.
1: very hard. It's famously very hard. But I
0: feel like I could take it, and I will give Kim that. Her determination is impressive
1: oh yeah the second i get covid i'm like well guess i'm done for a little while (laughs) here's that vacation i needed (laughs) it's a guilt-free nap for 21 days (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, uh, some of these stories are questionable do because you don't give a shit about teen mom no, I've never seen Team Mom, although I know it's a very popular show. I guess this woman, what, left her sex toy on the yeah, counter? Yeah, so
1: uh, there's this woman whose name is Kaylin.
0: Okay, so you don't watch it either.
1: No, I do. I just, they call her Kale sometimes. Like, she has different names. But she's been on the show since she was 16 and pregnant. And she's gone on to have, like, a lot of children with a lot of baby daddies. And she recently left the show, but she's become a podcast tycoon. So she's got a shit ton of shows that she does. And some of her sponsors are sex toys. Mm-hmm. So she did a sponsored ad for a sex toy and then left the sex toy on the kitchen counter. And her eldest son, the one that she had on 16 and Pregnant found the sex toy on the kitchen counter and left a post-it note on her door because he didn't he knows what it is he's 13 now and he's like you left your keychain on the kitchen counter please don't do that and then left another post-it note that said something like and use a condom before you have any more babies (laughs) because she has like i think she might have four or five children now damn yeah
0: that's wild
1: yeah but you know She's, I think she's a, a great mom, and she's there for all of them. No, I'm just
0: saying anyone having four or five children, it's like, It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't even have a kid, and I'm like, damn.
1: Yeah. hmm Yeah. I mean, you've got three dogs, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two dogs and two husbands, and I'm like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs>
1: what do I do with these? <laughs> but I did laugh thinking about her 13-year-old being like, and use a condom because they know these are sex toys um and then so i'm kind of bummed out that i didn't see the last i don't know how many episodes i've missed of yellow jackets and i know you don't watch it all no you don't watch it all no he only watches 13 reasons why <laughs> no what is that the one you watch uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um
0: i fell off that too
1: i fell off that i too think i saw the first way. season it got real ridiculous did you see the end of it the end well, of no it- spoilers. Of 13 Reasons Why that I did two years ago? I'm going to go back one day. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Don't you dare. Oh, my God. Talk to you never. Oh, my God. Um, So the showrunner of Yellow Jackets, and this will be no spoilers because I haven't seen the conclusion of it yet. And I didn't read the rest of the article because I didn't want the spoilers because I want to watch it, is getting death threats. Because of the results of the end of the season. I feel like
0: everyone's getting death threats. And I know it's not something <laughs> that should over be it. like No, it's just so frequent You're in not the media. Special. Like even with the selling sunset girls, they're like, Nicole's yeah. getting death threats. I'm like, nobody's gonna nobody's seriously considering like giving Nicole a death threat. And if they are, <laughs> I feel horribly, but it's like I feel like a lot of it is empty. Empty threats. You know, like yeah. it obviously it's like very dramatic. Don't fucking do that. Like just tell the person you is... hate them if that's how you feel. Yeah. But you don't need to threaten somebody's life. I mean, I, why I, would you go to jail for the rest of your life over like a reality TV star or a drama show that you Well, love? That's
1: what I'm saying. It's like, like,
0: that's why I say it's not real. Sorry. T-
1: no, I'm, no, no, no. But to be complete, my the reason why I put it in here is like, I am so fucking disappointed in Yellow Jackets at this point that I don't give a fuck about any of these characters because the show seems so detached from itself and its own tone and its own intention and its own plots that i'm like how could you be so infested mm-hmm. in something so messy that you watch death upon the person who's made this mess that's hard to attach to emotionally
0: the and fuck I, I just want to clarify i'm on the end of uh of having received quite a th- few death threats in the day <laughs> you know so it's yeah. like i just like I feel like people like cry to, about it. I feel like people really like to dramatize it for sympathy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, and there are serious cases. I'm not. I'm saying like ninety percent of the time. are
1: you saying you've received
0: disingenuous death threats? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> think about the last four years of my life yeah three years no, I, of my I, life. I honestly
1: I wasn't I'm I wanted to clarify how you, the severity of the death and so threat I'm from saying like yes
0: I bet 10% of people that are giving death threats maybe it's something to look into maybe you have a stalker maybe it yeah. is bad and maybe we should alert a red flag mm-hmm. but I'm saying probably 90% of them are a little empty-handed
1: okay okay okay
0: that's all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, somebody did a submission which I thought was pretty funny about uh, selling Sunset. She said, first of all I love the drama in the show. It's everything they're always slaying the looks. Anyways, I came across this TikTok about uh, the houses on the show and how they're fake and she said she was shook. So it's this real estate agent in Los Angeles uh, that made a TikTok looking at the MLS to see how many houses all of these real estate agents have actually sold. Um, Mary is the top seller. Well, first of all, a lot of these houses are permitted for filming Mm -hmm. to further uh drive along storylines you know like they'll like find a big beautiful house in hollywood and they'll get a permit a filming permit and then they'll walk through the house and find a place to sit that looks beautiful to further the drama in the show right even the house that's in all of their promos was sold on million dollar listing like two seasons ago so it's like that house wasn't even on the market. Right. Um, but I did just think it was interesting. Mary sells the most houses. She sold five houses in the last year, one for $49 million, which is a big feat. Heather shocked me because I felt like this was her gig with selling real estate. Mm-hmm. And she's only sold one house, it, although granted it was for $18 million. So that's what? a big commission check.
1: Okay. I was going to ask you, because you, do you know about the commission checks?
0: They're typically four to five percent, but then you have to give or like four to six percent, I believe. But then you have a deal with your brokerage. So like if I'm Chriselle, I work for the O group mm-hmm. and I have to give the O group a, a percentage of my commission because they're like the brokerage.
1: Will you do the math on five percent of or three percent of 18 million
0: uh, Chrishell and Emma sold two houses in the last year? Davina is no longer listed with the O group. Who Which the I th- fuck is Divina? so she was on the last season just always causing unnecessary drama like she was just always sticking her head out to like start drama, but I guess they really cut her out of this season she was in the first episode and then she was like at the desk in the last episode, but she never had a storyline hmm. and now I guess she's not even listed on the website as one of the agents and Chelsea three percent of 18 million is five hundred and forty thousand dollars so that will last her for the year
1: It's a nice lower middle class wage in California <laughs>
0: Well, that's what i'm saying with their lifestyles yeah, it yeah. will last them maybe the year
1: i don't even think with what they're wearing the with year. what they're putting in their face i guess they save money on the food with the cars they
0: show up in
1: with the cars they show up in
0: uh chelsea sold one house and brie says she's she couldn't find any for brie which i thought <gasps> but
1: brie said she was doing 20 million her first year
0: i don't know girl whoa I mean I don't know I, this is this is a tiktok the real estate agent do you felt have the trustworthy
1: did they send us the tiktok
0: they did but it's <gasps> three minutes long We're but not. but
1: can you show me when we wrap
0: yeah of course okay let's get into some
1: <laughs> advice though <laughs> okay this is I wish we had just continued on that in a horrible harmony for at least five minutes we could have do you want to try again no oh man next time we never get to do things like that <laughs> 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 can we sound like a dial tone just try Riley. <laughs> My name is Emily, and I'm a huge fan of you guys, and I love the show. Uh, I could really use your advice, though. Uh, My boyfriend and I have been together for about three years, and we've been renovating a place for us to move into for the last, like, eight or nine months. We're finally in, and so far, things have been really, really hard, which is super disappointing since we've been working so hard for this and waiting for it for so long. But we're having a lot of fights about money and what's a priority, what's not. And the two people who have are married and have lived with their spouses for a while, I was really hope you could send me some tips. Thanks. Love you guys.
0: I loved the submission because the two times that Shane and I get into like longer, uh, rip, not like riffs, but like we're more on edge or agitated is like a brand new puppy. Just because it's like you're both adjusting to new life and then moving. And every time we've moved, you're like trying to furnish a new house. Everyone has different design tastes and different preferences, different ideas about what should be splurged on, whether that should be the couch or the TV or what like needs to be the priority. So my advice for you would be not to make any like drastic decisions about your relationship in this uh, hard time, because moving is one of the most stressful. They say what, like having kids and moving is the two most stressful events in your life even though they're very exciting it's like you're financially strapped you're Mm -hmm. on edge you're trying to make everything happen while still working and doing all of these things so communication is key I'd really talk about everything like outside of the moment like try to come up with a plan
1: find a pause the second you feel agitated let the agitation be like the whistle on a tea kettle that says oh I need a break and I'll come back when I'm not enraged
0: or if it's like the furnishing of the house which is like causing the stress it's like create more of a plan while you're at home and be like Mm -hmm. okay this is our budget for a couch this is the style of couch we want instead of going in the furniture store and having him be like this is the couch I want and you're like well I hate it and it's too expensive and Mm -hmm. then that like does cause a big rift Mm -hmm. um but these times are stressful I feel you girl and I would just say like try to make it through this while communicating positively and if it obviously is consistent four, five, six, seven months to a year down the line, then it might be time to reevaluate your life and your marriage and your living situation. Mm-hmm. But I think for right now you just have to like try your best to make a what is a negative experience positive and just like experience together and don't grow apart from it.
1: Yeah. I, something that really helps me too is like do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? do I want to have an argument with my husband about his preference for this couch or do I just want to get the couch? Yeah. And it's like, I just want to get the couch. There are things that it's like, yeah, no, I'm going to fight for that because it's absurd. And I would not, you know what I, because some of the things that he wants to do, I'm like, well, no, we're not, we're not going to do that.
0: And if the financials are what's very stressful, I'd sit down and make a budget for exactly the things that you guys have spent, Mm -hmm. the the things that you need. That way it takes a little stress or pressure off when you're in the moment because...
1: Yeah, and I think having a good conversation about prioritizing what it is that you want from what you need Mm -hmm. and then getting the need list and doing the want list over a longer period of time. You don't have to put it all together right now.
0: And there's so many... I mean... you're not alone in this, especially with moving. There's shows on all these like home channels of like couples trying to furnish their house when they move in. Mm -hmm. It's like dramatics in and of itself because it is such a big thing. Like you want to care about where you live and you and another person, of course, aren't going to see eye to eye, but it's about meeting in the middle Mm -hmm. and finding what works for both of your style or budget or, you know, Mm -hmm. but it is a stressful time and I do feel you, but I don't think this is the end. I think it's just like, time to come up with different solutions about how you go about these conversations I
1: think more than anything like what helps in these times is remembering like if I'm tired and I'm scared and I'm hungry and I'm angry this is not the time to talk about something and when you feel pressure or when you feel uh tempers rising that is your alarm system to say let's take a break It's not that important. It's not your house isn't on fire. You don't need to deal with it right now. Let's take a break and come back to this. And always remember, like something that I like to do is I like to remind myself and I like to do an affirmation, which is I'm so grateful that my husband is my partner and that we are working towards a common goal. I'm so grateful that my husband is my partner and we are working towards a common goal because in some scenarios it can feel like we are opposing teams and he wants to put a TV over a window, and that's fucking crazy. (laughs) And I will kill him for that thought process and his insistence that we do something that insane. So I have to remind myself I am so grateful that he is my partner and that he and I are working towards a common goal
0: and it's a good time honestly to find the way to communicate effectively with each other because this is just gonna be the first of many maybe you're gonna get a dog yeah. or maybe you're gonna have kids or maybe so like now's the time to really set the foundation for how you communicate in trying times
1: yeah another thing that like helps for me it's because the finances of it all like I can be really protective of my money mm-hmm. and you know this is mine and that is mine but it's like sorry I'm burping it you've you've entered into a a legally binding contract with this person when you bought a house so that is your partner so what you ha- what you guys put into this is yours together mm-hmm. as a team and I like I have to remember I have to remember that like oh this isn't my couch this is our couch right You know, he gets a say in the couch that is in our house. Mm -hmm. Um, And a majority of the time, like, it really doesn't matter. What matters more in my mind in that moment of rage, anxiety, or whatever is being the winner of it. Because I feel more right than he is. But if I just pause for a second and I let him tell me why he wants to put the TV in front of a window... Afterwards, I can say, you know what? I really hear you. And we are not going to do that.
0: (laughs) I do think both parties want to be heard. And it is hard when you're like in the middle of something to stop yourself. Because at some point it does like you can get you can lose the whole base of the argument. Now the two of you are just fighting and bringing any ammo you might have at each other. And it's like
1: it's really hard not to question everything about a person who wants to put a TV in front of a window.
0: (laughs) You did win that battle in your relationship. And thank
1: God. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we wish you well, girl. And uh, let us know how it's going a little down the line. Um, Okay. I liked this one because it's just fun. Uh, this woman says, so I don't like giving BJ's because I get nausea from the thing that comes out. So for years I didn't give BJ's until my partner got tired of not having it. So what I did is make my partner put on a condom that way he gets to enjoy them. And I think that it's better to have something than nothing. What's your opinion? Why <laughs> uh, could you not just not I, finish I, I, in the mouth? Like, is that a priority for him? Because I know, like, you could just go all the way, really, like, work the movements with your hand and your mouth. And when he's getting close, you can just, like, finish it off with a hand. It's really and it's, it's not really helpful, the,
1: the the motions of which
0: Ryland's going through with his hand. If you're an audio-only person, Ryland is motioning a... He might even quite enjoy it, like, not coming in the mouth. Like, because sometimes it could be sensitive uh If it's like in the mouth while it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it might be something that could be an enjoying process for him. The condom, I feel like, is a little restrictive, but if it works for both of you, it works. I'm
1: just thinking about in the cone heads and how the whole family thinks that a condom is bubble gum. So they're just constantly chewing
0: bubble gums and blowing condom bubbles. I don't know what you're talking about. I figured
1: you wouldn't, but they will. They'll okay. know.
0: <laughs> you also get sick at the thought of a BJ.
1: Yeah, I get more sick at the thought of a condom in my mouth, though.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: I think that because it's just like, ugh.
0: well, does it normally complete? Is this too far? Yeah. Okay, parents, <laughs> leave the chat. You
1: know, they're not going to. So well, I just, just leave. Talk. This is disgusting. Well, I mean, leave. <laughs> beyond that, though, it's not my I, I can't talk about this is a partnership thing.
0: Is it? Yes. Fine. <laughs> I mean, I- I'll alternate. It doesn't matter to me. Like it can.
1: You mean giving or receiving alternate, or are no, you're like...
0: like completing inside or outside
1: right. of your mouth hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: i told you to leave parents and are you
1: swallowing is swallowing <laughs> vegan or non-vegan can vegans swallow i would like to know
0: well can they also eat mushrooms because they're half alive are so vegans, these are things that vegans, you're supposed to think about
1: vegans are you eating mushrooms and are you swallowing loads i need to know please sound off in the comments below she just asked what our opinion was and honestly dude like
0: whatever works The, the for fact you. that
1: because for i i as a person if as a I'm, person <laughs> as a person on this earth i get gaggy over so much shit i gag when i brush my teeth I gag if I have a smoothie that's not the right consistency or temperature. I gag over a lot of shit. I could have a sandwich that just doesn't work for me a little bit, and I'm throwing up. And it's not its not that it's a rancid sandwich. It's just that something's not clicking right in my mind about it, and I'm sick to my stomach, like gagging. So the thought of sucking on a condom
0: is really... The condom would not work for my mouth or my penis. Yeah. It just... I feel like there's and too no much of a barrier.
1: What, it's... A textile thing and a flavor thing. Chris. Chris, are you, are you chewing condoms? No. No, but, but I'm also not grossed at it. I love sucking. <laughs> but if you're...
0: if you're Also, part-
1: this, com- this, <laughs> no, this it- is why I didn't share the crunch wrap Supreme with you. Just saying. <laughs> not trying to okay, share bites of something a- with someone who's so they're openly... They're being
0: nice to you again. Why would you circle back? Are they being nice to me? <laughs> uh, whatever. But I brush my teeth three times a day and I use uh, Listerine. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> you do have great teeth. So Thank you. I, I believe you. And amazing hair. Um, Thank you. But if your partner were like, I can't give you head because it makes me gag what would your solution be like get over it
1: i mean to that'd some, be a real bummer for me well it, and I, and honestly as a person who gags over brushing their fucking teeth i i'm of the you know a person's love language is a person's love language and if this is an expression of love that they need i'm gonna give it to you
0: maybe all guys should be gay <laughs> I, I do think I, like if, I, if they absolutely hated it, I don't want the person I'm with to be miserable. I just defended Lizzie so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody would procreate. So we've got we've to gotta keep the straights alive.
1: <laughs> for breeding. Um, no, I do think that, you know, it's not fair for you to make your partner think that you are miserable giving them a version of love that they have requested and need you know that's not fair like when i want a back rub for 45 minutes a day and joe acts like that's too much i'm like well then you don't love me you bastard <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: well i'm glad it works for you guys would Honestly, not work. i'm for dying me. at the what's your opinion <laughs> my opinion is it wouldn't work for me but you i'm know, glad it works for them yeah yeah all right well that was a fun one if you have like <laughs> conversation starters like this i think that's very fun to start incorporating to i was giving oh. you i was giving you your opportunity advice, advice though.) No it more than i thought i would all right Let's you guys thank again. you so much uh, for watching and supporting our podcast we love you very much elizabeth no i want chris to harmonize with us too no 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 stop <laughs> the more the merrier i'm coming in on Unmute, your mute chris hey stop it uh, stop i'm gonna uh, mute you okay the rest of the show is without no, elizabeth i have impulse control <laughs> issues but i want to <laughs> harmonize with my friends okay we can do that after the show i'm uh encroaching in what would you say What's the I word? I don't know
1: what you're trying to say.
0: Um, Taking over. <gasps> okay. Coming inside of. <laughs> Where's that condom? I mean, I mean, what's the word?
1: What are you trying to say? You, none of
0: you know the word?
1: No, I never know what you're trying to say. <laughs> okay.
0: Anyways. I posted a vlog yesterday. Lizzie posted a vlog yesterday. Did you? I did. Your New York vlog.
1: Yeah, but um, I realized <laughs> I'm back. Uh-
0: <laughs> You're a little a, a literal toddler right now. Who cares? You're about to have, have okay. Okay. Careless! Oh, so I realized
1: I was having a really fun time in New York. So my uh, vlog's a little different this week. It's more like in the olden days when people would come home from a trip and do a slideshow for their friends and talk about
0: it. So That's very funny. So I'm doing that. That's very cute. Okay, Thank so watch God. that. My Disney log, my Disneyland vlog went out yesterday as well.
1: In that, Tuesday. Okay, I'm like, did I miss it? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and it, I think this might be our best work.
0: It is very fun.
1: I think we might be going to Hawaii. <laughs> uh,
0: Chris is one day going to post his YouTube video. What one day? <laughs> What's the video? Didn't uh, you say you filmed and edited one? I, I filmed and yeah. <gasps> what and is it? I hated it. And Why I, do you hate uh, it? You see how bad mine are. Just I post just it. Hate every <laughs> my face. Just I hate, post it. These people it's not love interesting. you. Interesting. It's not. I don't know. Okay. Well, subscribe to his channel for when he does post a video. <laughs> Can you send me a link? I'm, <laughs> uh, me a link? I'm, i swear, I'm, swear okay. before the year's over, everything will be linked in the description section below. Uh, we love you very much. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the sit. Ah. Ah. no it's not even the nice kind it's like when you do group ah. meditation ah. okay but you know when you do like group meditations <laughs> at the end when they do the oh
1: chris have you ever enjoyed anything more that was fun it was fun huh? do you see how
0: that's a more pleasant oh, you want sound than the ah do no it. the oh Om. no but we have to like synchronize. Wanted on the home. all right three two breath in oh, oh. We never really synchronized, which is the. How did we not part.
1: synchronize?
0: <laughs> okay. I've never felt so in touch with people in my life.